Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. I want to talk to you about returning gifts. I know that Christmas is coming on and You know, it's just amazing that 2023 is in the books and we're starting 2024, but um, I'm sure that uh, over the years things have happened like they've happened to me where maybe somebody gets you a gift and uh, just quite not something that maybe one you would buy, just not your style, not your taste, or maybe it doesn't fit and you've got the gift receipt, but you know that you uh, need to exchange it and you keep putting that off and... um, you know, or maybe uh, you got a gift, uh, the old dreaded fruitcake. Oh, my goodness. I always question somebody's friendship if they give me a fruitcake for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and I know some friends that really love fruitcake. But here's the deal. Uh, this is shocking to me. But did you know that this year that it's predicted since Christmas and in the weeks to come that there will be gift returns of over $46 billion this year? That's billion, B as in boy, okay? Not millions, B as in boy, billion, $46 billion in gifts return. I mean, that's a lot of fruitcake, right? (laughs) But, you know, the fact of the matter is that, you know, yeah, we have gifts sometimes. I've been guilty of it. I set it in my uh, closet, and I'm going to intend to do it. Oh, I'll do it this weekend or I'll do that tomorrow. And next thing you know, January goes by, February, March, and then a lot of gifts after 90 days that you can't return them. And uh, I've accumulated, I remember a pair of shoes that my sister got me a a few years ago, they were really nice, but they just didn't. It was the size I wear, but for whatever reason, this brand of shoes, it was kind of a dress shoe, just kind of hurt my feet. And I procrastinated taking them back, and then after a while, it was too late to return them, and they were kind of junking up my closet. And, you know, i got a feeling that uh, maybe you do the same thing. Maybe some of you are more organized than me, and that's not happened. But i got a, also a uh, a feeling that you know there's also some uh, some gifts that the enemy's given you over the years uh, I'm not talking about a physical gift okay like a ugly tie or uh, some cologne that just oh man don't like to smell that or perfume or fruitcake all right but they're mental emotional gifts that Satan has tried to keep you in and um, and just to be honest with you, it's kind of stolen your joy stolen your peace kind of made you doubt that God loves you. And um, I've thought about now that I've done ministry for 20 years that there's three things that I've seen that uh, people carry around with them day to day and year to year. And uh, I mean, it's not an exhaustive list, but these are the most common things that I've seen doing ministry now for over 20 years that just keep people from enjoying uh, the fruits of the Spirit, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control that God wants to help us as followers of Jesus have in our lives. And so I'm going to share these three things that I've seen that the enemy uses, mental and emotional things, to keep us from having peace and joy and experiencing God's love for us. But also I'm going to give you something to exchange that gift with. So I know some of you like to take notes when you listen to Hope is Here. So the first gift that I see people carry around and one that I've dealt with my life many more times than I would like to admit to you is uh, the, the gift of fear. Okay. 
Anybody else struggle with fear at times in their life besides me? Well, the good news, friends, is that God knew that we would struggle with fear. In fact, in the Bible, the word fear is mentioned over 180 times. In fact, the word fear or do not be afraid, some form of one of those two phrases. Uh, some translations of the Bible, if you look at them, they say there's 365 of those, one for each day of the year. And so I do think God knew that we would struggle because we live in a fallen world, and on this side of heaven, we're going to deal with challenges, problems, heartaches, disappointments. But the good news is, friends, is fear does not come from God. You're like, what? No, I want to let you know today, we start this new year, January 2nd, that fear does not come from God. Here's why I know that, friends. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Friends, isn't that encouraging to know that, uh, you know, we don't have to be in fear? Because fear doesn't come from God. And God says, hey, I'm going to replace that fear, if you'll ask me to, with power. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I'm also going to give you love, your love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so know today, friends, that you do not have to be in fear. I know for some of you, uh, you're like, you know, Greg, just going into this new year, man, I'm just tired mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically. 2023 was so hard. And yet I want to remind you what Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed today, for I am your God and I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, I bet some of you didn't know that God was right-handed. <laughs> but you know what? God loves left-handers too, okay? But in all seriousness, friends, I love that verse, Isaiah 41.10. It's uh, been a go-to verse in some painful and challenging seasons of my life. First, it says, you don't have to fear. I'm with you, God said. Don't be dismayed or discouraged. I am your God. I will strengthen you. So when I've been weak and weary and just felt like, man, I can't go on, God's like, I got you. I will strengthen you. And then I love it just in case you didn't get it. It goes on to say in the next sentence, yes, I will help you. Friends, do you know that God wants to help you? In fact, he loves to help you. That's why he sent Jesus. I mean, sometimes we just quickly forget. We celebrate the arrival of Jesus, Christmas Day, that Advent season, December 1st through the 25th. And then the new year rolls around, and a week later, uh, we've totally forgotten about that Jesus came to save us, to be with us, to set the captives free, to comfort us, to encourage us, to empower us. And then just in case we didn't get it, uh, to strengthen us, he'll help us. It says in the last part of Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God will hold you up, friends, when you're like, I just don't know if I can go on. And I want to encourage you to just maybe write that verse down. We talk about the power of writing verses down and what they can do for you and help you grow in your faith. Maybe that's your Bible verse for the week, Isaiah 41.10. 
But here's what I want to do. I want to encourage you to exchange that gift of fear, which didn't come from God, okay, but came from the enemy. But I want to encourage you to exchange the gift of fear for the gift of faith. Okay, in this crazy world we live in where one phone call, one text can change everything. Friends, we have to focus on Jesus each day, each hour, sometimes minute by minute. And we just simply do that by doing what 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. Say that again. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And man, I want to encourage you today to say, you know what? I'm going to walk by faith and, and not in fear today. This year, I'm starting today. I'm going to walk in faith. And, you know, I'm not walking by sight. I know things may not look good at the time, but I'm going to trust that God works out all things for my good. A lot of you may know the story about Jesus and Peter in the book of Matthew in chapter 14. It's about 3 a.m. and Jesus appears walking on the water to the disciples who are in a boat on a lake. At first, all the disciples were afraid because they thought they were seeing a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once and said, It's all right. I am here. Do not be afraid. Some of you listening today, uh, you needed to hear that. Man, you feel like you're drowning and life just, it, it seems overwhelming right now. Jesus wants to say to you today, it's all right. I am here. Don't be afraid. Peter then, as he looks at, at, at Jesus out on the water, says, Lord, if that's really you, tell me to come to you by walking on the water. And Jesus invited Peter to come on. He said, all right, come on, Peter. So Peter got out of the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But then all of a sudden, Peter started to look around, and the high waves were still kind of crashing around him. And he took his eyes off Jesus, and he was terrified, and he began to sink. And he said, save me, Lord. And instantly, Jesus reached out in his hand and grabbed Peter. And Jesus said to Peter, you don't have much faith, do you? Why did you doubt me? And then I love what it says in verse 32. And then when Peter and Jesus climbed back in the boat, the wind stopped. Friends, we're all like Peter at times. I've been there more times than I'd like to admit to you, where we take our eyes off Jesus and we go into fear instead of faith. But I'm so thankful that Jesus reaches out just like he did with Peter over 2,000 years ago. He's still doing it today, and he's going to do it in your life and my life in 2024, and he's going to help us. And I want to encourage you to not doubt Jesus. Don't be like Peter was. And I'm not beating Peter up because I've been Peter more times than I'd like to admit. But you know what? Let's say, you know what? I am going to walk on the water. Yeah, I've sunk before, but you know what? I'm going to walk in faith, and I'm going to try to walk out in the water. I'm going to chase a dream this year. I'm going to start the process. Maybe it's by taking a class, okay? Uh, maybe you think about starting your own business. and So maybe if there's something you want to do, whether it's coaching basketball, giving basketball lessons, or maybe you wanted to start writing a blog and maybe put that into a book someday. Uh, maybe you want to do business coaching. I think it's just with one person, one client at a time. And then if God's in it, he'll bless it, and he'll open up other doors for you. With Hope is Here Ministry, I, I thought, wow, you know, I don't know if we can make it through this first year, but we're just trust God to provide each week, each month. And he just kept doing it over and over, and that we celebrated our sixth anniversary, that we've recorded over a 1,000 radio programs and podcasts. I give God all the praise and glory. Yet I have to admit, I had to battle fear sometimes. 
and that I let the enemy cause more fear about how is God going to provide. But, friends, when God's in something, he will provide for it. And one of the reasons I keep my faith is I spend time in God's word each day. And, man, I want to challenge and I want to encourage you to do that each day, not because Jesus is about following rules. Friends, it's just a better way of living and because God wants to speak to you. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I love that, friends, that God will give us faith when we seek his word and depend on it and we live on it. So I want to encourage you today to exchange that fear that Satan gave you and maybe you've been carrying around for the past few years in exchange for the gift of faith. But it does require a new mindset, okay? You're not going to get it from our culture, listening to the news, you know, social media. You're not going to get it from there. But Romans chapter 12, verse 2, as we wrap up today's program, is a verse that maybe you need to be reminded of, and I know I need to be reminded of. Romans 12, 2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing his perfect will really is for your one and only life. Friends, I love that God's got a plan and a will for each of our lives. But we have to ask him. We have to make sure that we take some time each day to be still and know that he's God. He loves to speak to his kids, friends. But we had to put ourselves in position to let him speak to us. And he can help change our thinking. And he can show us what his plan is for our one and only life. For we're out of time, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we continue talking about returning gifts. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.